Good morning. It's Friday, August 5th. We've got some good picks to look at today. Now let's recap the garbage from yesterday real quick. Get the bad news out of the way first. How negative can you be there? All right, so what, let's go back and see what we had here. Yeah, we needed Milwaukee and over five and a half. The over five and a half was solid. Milwaukee crapped themselves. 3-1 lead, then a 4-3 lead in extras. Lose it on a wild pitch. Okay, and then the next one was San Diego and over five and a half. San Diego also needed a change of underwear. The total came through fine. So it wasn't the same game parlays that were the problem at all. Not even close to that. It was the wrong sides. Houston and over four and a half was the winner. Chicago White Sox, I tell you. Skull and crossbones is all I have to say about that team. That being said, you'll be interested in what I take today. But yeah, the White Sox blew that one. They had that one. Uh, there were some great live betting opportunities, I must say. Awesome live betting opportunities. St. Louis, Chicago. Anyway, um, then we had that parlay. And it was two units for Milwaukee and Houston. So that erased most of, but not all of the gain from the previous two-unit parlay. So still up over the two days. And unfortunately, that was a bad foretelling of what was going to happen when I mentioned that if we lost that parlay, it would still be up. Bad, bad juju on that one. All right. Now, there was another parlay that came in later that was an extra bet above the podcast. Honestly, in all, it was actually a sound day, but for the podcast, it was pure filth. And I do not mean that in the last five to ten years verbiage of the term filth, because it was not a good thing. All right, so for today, less picks, four and a half units in play. The first one is Texas and Chicago White Sox. Yeah, I'm going right back with the White Sox. I'm not going to be gun-shy. Just had to vomit up that poison from yesterday, and we'll come right back at it. So what we have here is Dylan Cease going against Glenn Otto. Now, I like Dylan Cease here. How do you not? This guy is an automatic play on, in theory. He doesn't win every game that he plays, but he doesn't give anything up. The guy, zero or one runs given up in pretty much every start. He's got... Yeah, if you look at his last 10, he's got six zeros and four ones as far as earned runs given up. And only one of those did he have some unearned runs as well. That was a zero, but there were six earned run, unearned runs in that game. But he's won eight of the last 10 games. The, the team has won eight of the last 10 games he's pitched. One of those with the game that he lost was 11 to nine when there were six unearned runs. You almost have to throw that one away, and it was against the Dodgers. He's done. Uh, he didn't pitch against the Texas Rangers this year. Glenn Otto has the team has lost the last seven starts that he has pitched in. He's not been terrible, but he's not been good. One four three three and four for earned runs given up. But again, they've lost everything he's pitched. He hasn't pitched against the White Sox. The White Sox are not a tremendous favorite at minus 195. I'm taking the White Sox in under 12 and a half. Again, you've got a pitcher that doesn't give up anything, and Glenn Otto is not a batting practice pitcher. He's not a good one, but he's not batting practice. 
So I'll take and the line is at eight. I'll take the under 12 and a half in the same game parlay at minus 110 for one unit. I'm also taking a half unit, an additional. So it's one and a half on the game. One unit on the same game. An additional half on the run line for the White Sox at plus 100. You have to shop around a little bit for that. That was a DraftKings play. The next game, you'll find some similar action. It's the Angels and Seattle. The Angels are in a free-for-all. They're, that team is done. I believe they've given up. They've, they've traded off as well. You've got Patrick Sandoval going against Robbie Ray. There's no comparison in the pitching matchup. Seattle's going for it. They're going forward hard. They gave up They gave up three top five prospects to pull in the pitcher from Cincinnati. He's not pitching today, but Robbie Ray has been their guy before that uh, trade. And Sandoval's not the guy for the Angels. That guy would be Otani. And I do like the rookie Detmers. He's not getting as much credit as he's been. But again, that's neither here nor there. It's Sandoval for the Angels against Ray for Seattle, and that's not a good matchup for the Angels, and the Angels are garbage. They have not been scoring many runs. So what we're going to take here is the Angels in Seattle. We're going to take Seattle and over four and a half. Yeah, I know that the Angels aren't scoring many runs, but there will be five runs in this game. So Seattle and over, five and, over four and a half. I've got the tongue twister with the five in my mind there. Seattle, and we need five runs over four and a half at minus 110, one unit. Also, half of a unit on the run line at plus 100. This one's slightly less advantageous as the Seattle one, but I do like the fact that the Angels do lose a lot of their games by margin. So, let's take it and run with it. The final bet is a one-and-a-half-unit parlay, and you know where it is. It's the White Sox in Seattle to win, just win, baby, at plus 135. 130 to 135 is what you'll find. One-and-a-half units on that dog play. Again, we should get these. Seattle's the home team. We're, we're going to like our odds to be able to come through on that. Chicago's the road team. The White Sox the road team. But, we're, again, that matchup is beautiful for a win. The only thing I don't like about either of those is that it involves the White Sox. But you have to, you know, take your poison to get the win. I mentioned a little bit that when I bet on the White Sox, it's been successful. But that I have not, more than not, that is. But I have not wanted to bet on the White Sox much because in my uh, viewing and my tracking of these, my leans on the White Sox, which are, you can call them experimental bets or whatever you want to say, have not been very effective. I've been, they win when you expect them to lose and lose when you expect them to win. And I know I've said that too many times, but it is what it is. So take that with a grain of salt. Obviously do your own analysis. I think you'll find out the White Sox and Seattle are definite plays and taking the under with the White Sox and the over with the Seattle adjusted tease totals are definite plays. There, there is some value in the run line to get a little bit extra money on there. And then, of course, just in case I'm wrong on those adjusted totals, we can get some money on the run line. If, the, if they only win by one, at least we'll still get a, you know, maybe we'll still get the half unit win, one up and half unit down. I think it's a smart play there to hedge a little bit. And the parlay is a standalone bet. It is the strongest, once again, 
It's the strongest. So let's do it.